This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN GameScoop. I'm your host, Damon Hadfield. Joining me this week, Justin Davis. Scoop. Jerry Petty's here. Greetings. Marty Sleva. Wow. We've got a great show for you today. We're going to talk about that uh, new Dungeons and Dragons game that Jared has the scoop on. We're going to talk about the new Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you guys Wayne and Garthing? What is that? I don't. I don't. That's understand. all I want. Like. Right. But first, let's let's look forward. Look, look ahead to the, the near future Ooh. to E3 2015. Oh, no, the recent future coming. To an IGN live stream near you this June. Uh, this week, Bethesda announced it's hosting its first ever E3 conference. Mm. Bethesda's always at E3, usually throw a pretty fun party, yes. but they don't have uh, a conference like the first parties do, and then uh, EA and Ubisoft do. Mm-hmm. Activision, yeah. So mm-hmm. this year, they're uh, kicking off E3 on Sunday, jumping the gun a little bit yeah. on day zero. I like that. And uh, they must have something pretty important to share if yeah. they want to uh, rent out a space and invite people to come in and uh, sit in front of them while they make this announcement. What could it be? If it's not Fallout 4, yeah. I'm going to walk into the ocean and literally never come back. <laughs> I'm just going to walk right out into the mighty Pacific and, and let it finish. swallow me whole. Say, yeah. well, guys, that's, it finally happened. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's everyone's greatest hope, yeah. that it's going to be Fallout 4. Yeah, I think Conventional wisdom is... Uh, Fallout 4 is what it's we are It's been most. five years since the last Fallout. So, yeah. a fun fact, Fallout, when Fallout 3 was announced uh, at E3 in uh, 2008, it came out that October. So, if Ooh. Fallout 4 is announced, like, if they've been working on mm. it for that long, like, what if Fallout 4 is a fall 2015 game? Uh, possible. <laughs> Jeez. Then I you mean, won't have to walk into the ocean. No. That'll be good news for all of us. Yeah. S- Skyrim was three years ago, so. Yeah, yeah that's nuts. Uh, I think there's Whoa, a really Skyrim good... Skyrim was only three years ago? 
hard to believe. It was 2011. Yeah, 2011. Because 2012 was. Wow. Well, Walking Dead. 2000. No, I don't know. No, it was 2012. No, it was 11. Because that was it was up. It was that and Portal yeah, Two were up so. for our game of the year. No, no, no. That was 2012. Because it was Skyrim and Dark Souls were up for. Our uh, game. Can we solve this with fisticuffs? No, I don't know. We may be wrong. We don't know what we're doing. There's no way that anyone can know. <laughs> no, I mean that's one of those. I mean, <laughs> no really the years knows. 2011, 2012 uh, don't exist on the internet. It's, it's been lost to the sands of time. <laughs> There's no Wikipedia. The world may never know. Exactly. And the comments um, are tearing this apart right now. Whether it's been three years or four years or whatever, we're due for another Bethesda game. Yeah. Uh, games do get bigger and more complex and harder and harder to make, but they are on this cadence of uh, Elder Scrolls Fallout, Elder Scrolls Fallout, mm-hmm. and we're due for a Fallout, and it's time. Yeah. I think we're also uh, definitely going to see uh, the first sort of public reveal of uh, the gameplay of Doom 4, oh. which was shown at QuakeCon. Yeah, in uh, odd fashion. In odd mm-hmm. fashion, which never released on the internet. Maybe we'll point out they're just calling Doom. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 just Doom. But like, it is will uh, be Mortal Kombat. Maybe it'll be one of those because if you bought uh, Wolfenstein last year, you got the code Wolfenstein for the, for the ah. Wolfenstein for the Doom Alpha or Beta or demo or whatever. And so it'd be cool if it was one of those things like here's the footage and now that code can be redeemed. Go play it because right the last now. couple the last couple E3s have had that like the uh, Dead Rising Three Super Duper Edition was announced. Uh, remember like the weird. Capcom yeah, they had the, like the 30 things before the... Yeah, the was just announced yeah. at the Microsoft conference and like, oh, and it's also available right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's interesting is that at those press conferences for EA and Ubisoft, they show like, what, 15 yeah. games? Because mm-hmm. the big guys, the first parties show like 20 yeah. some games. So Bethesda is like not that big of a publisher. Yeah. They publish great stuff, I mean, but they just well, don't publish that if, Marty, if Marty's right, though, and, and you know the game did come out in the fall, then they might have a large slice to show off. I mean, you, yeah. could, you could eat up on a lot of conferences. Sometimes you know, this conference is stretched too long anyway. You have business reports. If, if, if they're going to take, if they're going to focus on the game, then maybe they're just going to give us a couple of really big previews of things they're working yeah. on, and that'll I mean, fill they'll, they'll have and Elder Scrolls Online stuff to talk yeah. about. Yeah. I mean, you think last uh, year they, they published... easily fill an hour. They published Wolfenstein and uh, uh, Evil Within. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I would expect to see what Arcane's been working on, Dishonored 2. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I think that'd be amazing. Uh, and we know Arcane Leon is working on another game. That's what Harvey Smith's working on. So it'd be cool to see whatever that unannounced IP is. And they have that uh, battle cry. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Person, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. You think it's time for uh, Dishonored 2? Yes. yes. I would love, oh, to, my I would God. love I, to get a Dishonored 2. Do you think, I just want, think it's going to go full open world? How many more rats do you think the game will have? <laughs> <laughs> Next-gen rat tech. Um, yeah. I sort of don't want it to go full open world. I like the way the open yeah. world was sort of pieced out. It just It's like really big levels yeah, that it would drop yeah. you in. you got to finish this level and then yeah. move on. Right? Yeah. Make, okay, find right. the exit. Yeah. That's like getting out of there was part of the, the, the challenge. Right? Like real talk, all I want to do is play this game now. Yeah. Dishonored really? was really yeah. good. And and that, I, I did not touch. I never played Dishonored. Not once. Oh my god, tell you me, need to go back and play it. Yeah, tell me what's so wonderful about Dishonored. It's Why should I be excited nature. about a sequel? It's a crime against nature. It's a, it's a, oh, we were talking about this the other night. Uh, it's a stealth game that you, if, if all goes wrong, if your plan goes wrong, you can always just <laughs> summon a thousand go crazy and, stab everyone. And, and get out of the situation in a game I mean, that is, that, that is the problem. Or not, maybe problem is too strong of a word, but like the, the strangeness about all these games like this is that uh, sometimes it's more fun when that happens. Okay. Yeah. Like, uh, it's ostensibly a stealth game, but you mm-hmm. kind of want it to go south, yeah. so you get the chance to use, like, the other half of the tools in your arsenal. But that formula works well. I mean, in other places, you should think about something like Eternal Darkness, Sanity's Requiem, where the only way to get the sanity effects was to play badly. Do you guys if you're that playing typo? that game... <laughs> yeah, right? Wait, <laughs> this is a, it was an official, yeah. uh, uh, like, Trailing, uh, yeah. yeah, that... Well, I cannot talk. But that's a put together this showcase for the creative kills in the game. And okay. for, instead of friendly fire, it said friendly fire. Friendly fire. <laughs> friendly fire. Aww, friendly okay. fire. There we go. Like anyway. friendly fire. I think it's smarter than yeah. to do it on that Sunday as well because 
yeah, they're going to have like a 12 to 15 hour lead time on anything because then Monday it's sort of just back to back to back. You know, mm-hmm. Microsoft, then EA, then mm-hmm. UB, then Sony, mm-hmm. and then Tuesday mornings generally the Nintendo Direct. Yeah. Certainly means there's a lot of choices we have to make as yeah, an outlet, yeah. though. Yeah, I wonder did the, like the entire games journalism industry just give a scream of of collective pain when this announcement I think it's, was. Released. I think it's great. One show, yeah. one hour long show is. Not easy to cover, but mm-hmm. easier to cover than slamming it somewhere in that four four show day. Sure, no, yeah, yeah that part's no. for sure. Yeah. yeah, I'm totally excited about it. Uh, maybe maybe the IGN live stream will kick off a day earlier. Ooh, uh, Ooh and then we have to do it all the way through the night into the next morning. Yep. Yeah. Can yeah. you imagine? I mean, Skyrim was a last gen game, as obviously were Fallout, uh, Fallout Three, and Fallout New mm-hmm. Vegas. And uh, they're still like very aesthetically impressive. Skyrim, especially, had like a great like atmosphere and art aesthetic about it. And they did a lot with like that with hardware that was relatively old by that point. Mm-hmm. So like a next gen Fallout, yeah, it's going to be incredible. It's really stunning. Uh, although I still think you're probably going to you know melt through the melt through the ground every now and then. But that's part of what's the appeal of those <laughs> games. That's what happens kind of, in a dystopian yeah, future. Yeah, weird stuff happens. Yeah, yeah, you melt through the ground, drive people against walls with railroad spikes. It's a good world. Yeah. I'm alright with that. Remember when Bethesda officially canceled Prey 2 uh-huh. last fall? Rip. Mm-hmm. I remember Prey that. 2 looked so good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure there was, you know, they knew things about that project that we didn't know about how it was shaping up. So that's why when everybody's really mad when a game's canceled, I'm like, well, they no one cancels games that had like really had strong potential to make a tremendous amount of money. So you know, there must have been something going on with it. But mm-hmm. man, when they revealed that game, it looked incredible. Yeah. Now I'm sad. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Way to bring uh, it up. <laughs> when that. Uh, when that, when the press conference is held, Elder Scrolls Online will have just finally been released on console. That's right. Yeah, uh, made the free to play switch. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, but, yeah, whatever that yeah. term is. I got it wrong the last no, time I was yeah, on GameScoop. Yeah. Sorry, not free to play. It's uh, one of those sixty dollars to play. Buy to play. Buy to play. We have this new idea for a buy to play game. <laughs> it's revolutionary. <laughs> give us money, we give you a game, yeah. and then it's it. You have it. You have yeah. the whole game. I like that model. So Can probably that not. More? That's why I think uh, maybe it, it's too soon to get another Elder Scrolls. Anything, anything like anything. anything. Yeah. Although yeah. did he? Did you guys play much ESO? I did. I played. I played quite a bit of ESO. I've talked about it on the show before. Oh, okay. um, I just really good. Yeah. Really I good. really really liked ESO um, as an MMO. Um, mm-hmm. it, it it's uh, an advantage to have that Elder Scrolls pedigree behind it in the first person camera and uh, be in that world, be in that lore. But it's also kind of a disadvantage because then people are comparing it to Skyrim right. instead of comparing it to an MMO. So that moment-to-moment combat, like swinging your sword, using your abilities, does not stack up favorably to Skyrim. It right, just yeah. doesn't. But when you compare it to what other MMOs have going on, it is faster and more fluid and more responsive. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a really impressive game, but I hope people... I hope it gets a new lease on life on consoles and people really give it a shot, but uh, I hope they go into it with the proper expectations. Yeah, it's a very different kind of game. I, I played it a lot. I enjoyed walking around and looking at the world. Mm-hmm. I did not enjoy doing most of the MMO-ish things that I had to do in that world. I was like, this is not, this is really, really boring after a few hours. Oh, but, I liked, but if I liked you the like combat. that. You like the combat? Yeah. I, I just thought I found it repetitive, and I, I'd hoped it would be methodical. I'm okay with methodical, sure. but the, it, it seemed just kind of vapid. Uh, I mean, I liked the character progression system and how you had a lot of flexibility to build your character the way that you wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciated that as well. In comparison to other MMOs in particular, I felt like it wasn't like, quite as linear as it often yeah. is. It's not, it's not reinventing the wheel. Like, it is cooldown management. 
but I don't mind cooldown management. I don't mind playing my class and trying to figure out the right skill rotation to you know sort of maximize my DPS. And mm -hmm. once you figure it out, you do use those same skills, Marty. You guys use a, just a ton yeah. of words I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah. 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 I mean, my whole my whole life's about cooldown management. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. Are you hot he's right just now? Like, well, I'm just trying to he's cool too down. Cool. I'm trying to manage my cooldown. Yeah, there you go. Right here. Yeah, I've got good DPSs though. All right, what's good here? Uh, anyway, Bethesda conference, first time ever at E3 this June. Very excited about it. This yeah. is a uh, yeah. This is just turning into a really fun year for gaming. Yeah. If Fallout 4 came out this fall, along with what Ubisoft confirmed today, new Assassin's Creed, The Division, and Rainbow Six Siege, mm -hmm. which of those four games would you be most excited about? Fallout. Fallout. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Although yeah, Rainbow Six looks red. Rainbow Six looks super. I mean, red. and I also think the division is really red. cool. Yeah. If they can pull off the division is the one I'm most worried about. Yeah, yeah. but Fallout just, does does make your own fun better than almost anything. I think that yeah. that's the joy of Fallout. Just wander around, see what I can screw up. This <laughs> fall seems so terrifying. Mm -hmm. Then Zelda and Uncharted and Tomb Raider and Halo and Final Fantasy and Persona and Xenoblade and just death. Good time to be playing games. Death for everyone. Yeah. yeah. Well, joyful death, for, death. death for us in this death office. For us. No, joyful death. <laughs> death Tremendous of amounts of fun and enjoyment for everyone at home. Yeah. For yeah. us, we will die. Some, one, someone will die. Yeah. We will be forced to play more games. I mean, what a great fate. You know, what a way to go. It's sure. better than walking into the sea. Definitely. He's got you there. Depends on which sea. I don't know. Like, well, if you go into the what's what is the best the, sea to walk into? The black what's sea because you find the one. Yeah, that yeah, one. you float. Salty yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. The dead, not the black sea. The dead sea. Jeez, yeah. my sea ancient Near Eastern studies. Tears. Oh, yeah, dead sea. Uh, Jared, tell us about this new Dungeons and Dragons game. You have the scoop on yeah. Sword Coast Legends. It is not a great title, I gotta say. <laughs> so, Sword Coast Legends is uh, we don't know a lot about yet. Uh, we, we've got a trailer, we've got some images, we've got a QA we did with the developer, but we do know a few things about it. What we know is pretty exciting. That the crux of the game is a four-player cooperative mode with a fifth player acting as a dungeon master. And that dungeon master has real-time capability to kind of interfere with what's going on. They can help the party out as well as get in the party's way. And they keep emphasizing the fact that this is not an inherently adversarial relationship. You're acting more like, uh, the, the comparison I thought of was kind of like the AI director in uh, Left 4 Dead, except instead of being AI, it's a human being. Mm -hmm. You're trying to help everybody have a good time. If your party wants like a true super, GM, yeah, like a true GM, exactly. Or DM. Essence, yeah, DM. Thank you. Or either well, also GRD, a general, depending. a true general motor. A true general, <laughs> well, game master versus dungeon master, nomenclature for your particular tabletop role playing game. But that's the you know the tabletop experience at its best is about trying to have fun. It's a bunch of people sitting around drinking too much Mountain Dew, laughing at stupid jokes, and trying to have a good time. Uh, on a quest. That's something else. Yeah, or something <laughs> else. Yeah. That, so, and this is. Um, this is twenty sided die. Yeah, it's an effort to capture that feeling in a game. Will it work out? We don't know. We haven't played the thing yet. We have some nifty ideas. We know that some of the people who worked on this worked on uh, Dragon Age Origins, for example. Mm -hmm. They're looking back at Baldur's Gate for inspiration. Some of the people on the development team are tabletop role players. They said some of the ideas for things that went into the game came out of their campaign, which I think is really kind of neat. Is this um, a, a PC PC only? Uh, this is, at this point, a PC-only thing. It's a okay. 2015 thing. Yeah. That's what we know. It's interesting. There's We know of a couple games in 2015 that sort of are taking this approach. Uh, Fable Legends is the same thing. That's what I was just going to say. There's an obvious parallel to Fable Legends. Yeah, where it's the same thing with a fifth player. Uh, granted, the fifth 
player's role is purely adversarial. Right. Um, yeah. but then there was also the game that just got canceled, the Bioware game, Shadow Realm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Which was the same thing for View. Four V One has just sort of become a big thing. This asynchronous. But uh, it goes the V, and that's the part, that's what I love about this idea is that I think this might work better where you're not just trying to like drive them into the ground. Where yeah. the idea is to just make things. Just one of, and they've talked well, about. Well, and in the case of Dungeons and Dragons, like obviously it's four v one or a group with one sort of facilitator predates any sort of video game implementation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Like that. Yeah. So it's like there will absolutely be accusations of ah, oh, you know, you're copying Fable Legends or you're hopping on this four v one bandwagon trend. Mm-hmm. But really, it's just like sort of the most true to life implementation of Dungeons and Dragons in a digital form that we've seen. Yeah, yet. the always the, the funny thing about four v one to me is that it's almost wholly dependent on how just intelligent or creative the one is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if the one's an a-hole, then the four are not going to have a good time. Yeah, especially in a, in a situation like this. Oh, yeah. And they've talked about how the, apparently there's going to be some way they're going to be able to reward DMs that do good jobs. I don't know if there's, there's some kind of incentive system built in. They haven't said what that is yet. Uh, but get what, an attaboy. You know, huh? Yeah, maybe an attaboy, a starring system. I don't know. Uh, experience points for when you go. In second, as a second, I was like, "Does that even?" Be, I was like, "An attaboy? I want yeah. an attaboy." The attaboy. It's a new, new handheld console. It's a new I'll currency. give you an attaboy. Attaboy. So this is uh, it's being developed by InSpace and Digital Extremes. Yeah. yeah. So that's maybe. Uh, what, what does that tell us? These are two developers that have been around a long time. Mm-hmm. InSpace, InSpace mostly they're responsible for Mary Kate Nashley. Magical Mystery Sick. Mall. That was the first four. Why is that the one ever? you're Mary going? Mary Kate Nashley Crush Course. Mary Kate Nashley Sweet Sixteen. License to Drive. There's just a lot of licensed games mm-hmm. that they have worked on. They did uh, Skylanders Giants, didn't they? Uh, okay. Hannah, Hannah say, the game you're leaving off is Geist. Like Hannah Montana. Oh, so, spooky yeah. house game. Also yeah. did Geist. Tron Evolution. Almost everything is licensed, and this is another licensed game. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Julian Michaels Fitness Adventure. Yep. Oh snap. Yeah. They, yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know what. I don't. I don't appreciate how you're what you're doing to InSpace right now. I'm just looking at the games. <laughs> what? You wouldn't describe, uh, you know, Activision as the developer of. You wouldn't list like <laughs> of Spider-Man web, Shattered Web of Dimensions. So this is like this is mostly what they've made. Mo- they've mostly made licensed games. But then you have Digital Extremes fair. involved too, who did like Warframe. I mean, these are people with some multiplayer expertise. Yeah. Digital Extremes, yeah, and uh, Unreal. Um, they co-developed the original, like the beginnings of the Unreal oh, series. And as I said, I the, the director of Dragon Age Origins, that guy knows uh, probably. Yeah, Dan Tudge is involved. Yeah. 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 I guess the big question for me is, what's the benefit of playing Dungeons and Dragons uh, in a world like this versus just playing Dungeons and Dragons? Like you have so much more flexibility. And if you can get five friends together. Why wouldn't you just play the game where you can go on any adventure yeah. that you want? Two, two answers to this. Okay, first, you don't have to buy Mountain Dew this way because uh, that was a requisite what we pointed out earlier. Okay. Uh, you don't. So you save on your Mountain Dew budget, and second, um, you know, for like busy you old people, you still want to drink something. What if you get thirsty while well, you're you playing? Well, you might get thirsty, game. but you can drink water because you're in your house. You got the tap there. You know? What is happening? Why? Where are you playing that you can't get water? <laughs> oh, most D&D campaigns take place in uh, arid climates in the desert. <laughs> exactly. Oh, <laughs> yeah. fallout. Yeah, yeah, right. A, yeah, you need a water chip yeah. if you're going to drink during no, but I, wanna, I want the real answer. What's like, it? The real answer? Okay, so the real answer is that, like, we're busy old people. Some of us have kids, et cetera, or other things they have to deal with. You know, being able to hop on a computer for a couple hours with some buddies might be a lot easier than actually getting a bunch of you together for the five or six hours it takes to do a yeah. real D&D campaign Super session. Fair. Well, yeah, you, you can play this after your daughter goes to sleep. As a point, you can't be yeah. hanging out in a, in a game store after sure. your daughter goes to sleep. Like I don't know if I've mentioned on Game Store before <laughs> that I became a father recently. I did you really? Yeah. I wouldn't have thought. Congratulations. So as, as a father, this appeals to me. At least one person in the comments last week still didn't get you were being sarcastic about that. It was really cute. 
cute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why not put Dungeons and Dragons in the title? It's just um, called Sword Coast Legends, which again. Well, the Sword Coast is an area. D &D. No, it's, like. there's no colon. It's just Sword Coast Legends at this point. Oh, yeah. Um, they, they have the Dungeons and Dragons logo on it. Um, I, the Storm Coast. I keep saying Storm. Sword Coast, pardon me. Uh, the Sword Coast is a. Um, it is a really well known It's a forgotten setting. realm setting, okay. yeah. But even so, I guess I didn't even notice that it didn't have you know, the D&D, like Dungeons & Dragons colon Sword Coast. Yeah, Dungeons. like I, I would be interested in, in playing a Dungeons & Dragons game, but like the title doesn't tell me yeah, that. Yeah, Sword mm -hmm. Coast, yeah, I don't, I don't know what a Sword Coast is. It's just like the Pacific Northwest, but there's just blades yeah. everywhere. Actually, it actually kind of is. It actually yeah. kind of is. Yeah, like yeah, Pacific kind of Northwest. Like <laughs> <I nailed it. laughs> Guys, uh, put in my two weeks notice. Yeah. I'm going to become a Dungeon Dragon. <laughs> it's it's kind of like when you put Icewind <laughs> Dale or Baldur's Gate on something that means something to a certain group of people. Yeah, like I think but those... I do think it's more niche. Yeah. But that's also who they're after. I mean, if you're going to build a core for something like this, this is not going to draw in like a whole bunch of new people. Like, ooh, the first D&D game I've ever played. Not for a game where it's like, you get to be a dungeon master and create you your dream scenario. They should have done. They should have just called it Diablo colon Sword Coast. Adventure? Yeah, because people like Diablo. Or Sword so, so Coast Legends. It's a really good right? idea. I mean, because the Diablo, he's the devil. You can't copyright the devil. Uh, Miley Cyrus. Yeah, Miley Cyrus. Now we're back to Damon's Swift. list again, though. Taylor That's Swift, colon, Swift Sword Coast Legends. Legends. Mary Kate and Ashley, Sword Coast Legends. No, no one we're cares about MK. Huh? Not anymore. Obama. No, not anymore. Anymore. Yeah, what Obama. about the what about yeah, the uh, what's the younger Olsen sister that's in Elizabeth all the movies? Olsen. Yeah, she's in all the movies, right? Yeah, she's yeah, every in, movie, every movie. Yeah, yeah. she's in wait, several wait. motion pictures. Is she related to Mary Kate? Yeah, yeah she's, she's her younger sister. sister. What? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa! I love moments when someone's mind just gets blown. Ah, uh, <laughs> she looks exactly uh, like yeah, them. Exactly. I had never noticed that. That's because she's the Scarlet Witch, and she put a hex on your face. Oh yeah. my goodness gracious! Yep. This was like the time you told me Diddy's Conquest. <laughs> <laughs> and like everything changed. I saw the world in like a different yeah, color gradient. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now, speaking of that, how would you like to play someday, hopefully, the spiritual successor to Brand Banjo Kazooie? Brandjo Kazooie. <laughs> Bronco the Dunk. Oh, look at him. I'm preparing for the hate. I don't want to play the spiritual successor just to Banjo Kazooie. You're a jerk. Yeah, because I get, go, don't you can play Banjo Kazooie. Also, this is the first time in history, mark it down, that anyone has called Jared Petty a jerk. For I, I'm really a jerk. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of. You really go play Sword Coast. Literally, the world's Bonanza. not. I'm going to go play Sword, Sword Coast, Coast Legends Bonanza. to be happy. Because so, Banjo Kazooie, if I want to play Banjo Kazooie <laughs> and have fun, I'll just play Mario 64, and then I'll have a great time. Because that's a good Banjo Kazooie game. All right. Now, for some context here, before Microsoft. Destroyed, rare. <laughs> wow! <laughs> that that did kind of happen. That's that's fair. They that's fair. That's completely fair. They made some of the most beloved games mm -hmm. of the nineties. Yeah. Yep. Early two thousands. Yeah. Also, even the late nineteen eighties with the uh, Snake Eyes yeah. Roll and the yeah. Battletoads. Yeah, that's true. Well, that Saber Wolf. Uh, <laughs> Great port of pirates. Taboo. The Sixth Sense. <laughs> yes. All right, let's talk about their actual good games they made. <laughs> they made Banjo Kazooie. They made Kazooie, Donkey Kong Country, Perfect Dark, Goldeneye. That's that's crazy. I didn't Sixty know. NES Jet Force Gemini. Yeah, Conquer's bad for a day. So I'm, Banjo Kazooie is one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah, uh, I, do, you love I think it. it's, you often uh, call it your favorite game. Of all time. I often do when you're not calling Grim Fandango. Your sure, favorite game when I'm not when I drink. I call it my favorite game of all time. Yeah, I think that uh, that world was really special. Uh, I think it had the perfect amount of collectibles. Uh, I think the characters were all really unique and, and endearing. I like the moveset better than Mario's moveset. Uh, oh, and yeah. the music is 
probably, in my opinion, the best music on N64. The music is incredible. Yeah. The whole game's incredible. So Andrew Kazooie is so good. So let's just, you know, to... to Speaking of the music, the, this project has a code name, Project Ukulele. Banana, ukulele, banjo, ukulele, get it? Oh, good time. Oh man, it was a good time. Oh, there it is. Good job, computer. Out of boy, computer. You gave it an out of boy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we haven't even actually gotten to the news yet. Six former Rare developers, six former Rare employees, have gotten together, formed a new studio called Playtonic Games. And they have come out and said straight up they are working on the spiritual successor to Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, wow. they're making this type of game. No, yeah. that's awesome. I think it's really uh, is a long, long time ago. But on a game scoop, I think last year we talked about how uh, 3D mascot platformers just went away. Yeah, yeah. overnight yeah. they were just they Seriously. were the biggest thing on planet Earth, and then they were gone. Like Psychonauts might have been the last bigish one. Yeah, and, that and it didn't do well. No, I mean, no. it was, well, it was and even Psychonauts game. was uh, less of a, uh, you know, I don't want to get too sort of into the weeds, but this is more of an exploration platformer yeah, yeah, than yeah. even Psychonauts was. Yeah. That was an actual thing just for a short window of time. Mm -hmm. um, it was awesome. And there's some like Kickstarter, like uh, Hat Henry Hatsworth has yeah. a Hat in Time is trying to bring it back. Not Henry Hat, those are different games. But, and all, okay, okay, you're right. Yeah, yeah. That's, that was time, like a DS Top 10 Hat games. All hate aside. Professor Layton. All hate aside, here's why I'm excited about this game, about this announcement. Um, okay. Because despite the fact that I did not enjoy Banjo, I do think that informed by another decade of looking back on it, mm -hmm. you could build a great 3D exploratory yeah, platformer with that, with, that, that, with that. No, not that. Um, but you look Micro back, transactions. You go, Perhaps we maybe put a few too many collectibles and too annoying a place no, to No, Banjo Kazooie gets it exactly right. Uh, no, no, no. Look at that, look at that logo. Where's Craig Harris? Okay, I, I would, I'm just arguing Perhaps, perhaps the opportunity to go back with it with a fresh perspective will enable them to take a, a solid foundation and build something truly. So, great is your this beef with Banjo Kazooie? There's too many collectibles. My beef with Banjo Kazooie starts with jerking your backpack and just goes straight on through almost everything else. Although I jerking agree that backpack. the uh, I do agree that the uh, the music. Oh, great. I thought you said jerking your backpack, and yeah. I was like, oh, what is no, that? The, mean? The, the, you don't the, like Kazooie? Is this what the kids I, are I saying? Do, I don't days? really. There's. there's wah, a, wah, wah, wah. Wow. <laughs> 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 okay, I hate all so, of you so much. Real talk. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't a huge fan of nuts and bolts, and I really don't like Kazooie's design in nuts, nuts and bolts. She looks a little too sassy. To yeah, me. they sassed her um, up for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm a I'm a nuts and bolts defender. Mm. I like I oh, yeah. that game a yeah. lot. Yeah. I appreciated it. No, nuts and bolts is a great game. Bad banjo Kazooie game. That might be true. Why, Still, is that, why are you making that face? I don't even know why I said that. I don't know. <laughs> I, I agree with you. That's the weird yeah. thing. It is, it is a good game. It should have been its own thing. So they've got the uh, the bloke who programmed Donkey Kong Country. Was that another your word rare game? Or this is the word quote. This is okay. Quote. <laughs> I don't call people blokes. <laughs> I haven't heard you say that that often, <laughs> except during uh, content conferences when the UK team. Uh, yep. The actual the original Banjo Kazooie character designer is also one of them. Mm. I like that all six. Currently, it's just a team of six guys mm. that are all former Rare mm -hmm. yeah. All guys that help make these these classic Rare games that we love. Yeah, yeah. like it's safe to say. I mean, aside from Ken Lobb's still at Microsoft, but a lot of that 90s Rare team is not there anymore. Those yeah. are not the no, people who are gone. making Connect Sports, Rivals, grabbed by the Goosties. Yeah. They won't impress me, they'll get the guys who made Wizards and Warriors back. Then, then no, I'm they're working on the, the sharp, sharp Coast. The Sharp, the sharp, sharp Coast? coast. Sharp yeah. coast. Watch so, your feet, the coast. <laughs> we, uh, I just love that we live in an era where games like this can exist alongside you know, point-and-click adventures, alongside AAA games. We bring it up almost every week on Scoop now, but it's awesome. Like yeah. It's awesome that... 
you know, this thing that was gone because it wasn't commercially viable anymore can come back. There's enough tools and enough ways to distribute your game that a team of six can make what used to take a team of 30 to make, and you can yep. sell it for 20 bucks, and everybody wins. We live in a time where it's the 90s all over again. Uh, everything is 90s, there time for clacks? Every time, yeah. Everything okay. 90s is new again. You see this with music, uh, with video games. It's yeah. like, it's things are going in cycles, and then I remember a time, like when I was in... High school, like the '80s, like were so cool again. Yeah, like '80s yeah. music was like cool again. So I think like you go through a decade and then you leave it, you're on to the next thing, and then several years later, people start to get oh yeah, nostalgic, and they're like, yeah. oh yeah, it's because yeah, everyone, that not, everyone that grew up with it is now you know in their 30s and they have money. Yeah, and like they're like, I want to make the games that I yeah. liked when I was a kid. Man, it's gonna be yeah. really weird like 10 years from now when people are finally looking back at like the aughts. Yeah. Like, yeah. Man, I want it's I want like, Smash Mouth. To they just come don't back. have a cool. That was the aughts. They just don't have a cool uh, name. That was that was the aughts. The aughts. Yeah, like but it's just yeah. I don't know. Days of yore, they shall say. We're not even gonna get they to shall something say cool until we're in the twenties. In the twenties, that's the future. You know what is interesting? I think like wasn't the twentieth century the first time in human history people referred to past decades as things? Like in the seventeen sixties, were they like oh in the thirties? Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. When you read old books, is that uh, actually in every in every century? If you read old books, they tend to refer they call, to their it. decade. Their their century was like their. Yeah, 30s. they'll talk about the thirties. So how do you, how do you said, think they referred to it? Um, I don't know. I guess I hadn't thought of it. But I read a yeah. study that said the first book was written in nineteen thirty-five. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think that might be inaccurate. Yeah. But There's no way to know whether that's true. No, or that's true. We can't look back. It was far. the uh, the quick hole library. Yeah. Anyway. Spiritual successor to Banjo Kazooie, Project Ukulele. Might be a while to yeah. be playing that one. They said uh, on their website, they say, We've barely left the Shire, and Sean Bean's still an all right guy. Ah, that's <laughs> really good! That is really good. That's really that's good. where they are in their development. Uh, I'm officially, I gave this a 10 out of 10. I already put it in our CMS. So. Yeah. I mean, that's our, You've already that's our first 10 since, what, uh, Last of Us? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's great. That's crazy. Ukulele, yeah. too. Ukulele. Oh. Do you think they're going to put like a uh, for you know the, there is an element of nostalgia to these these kinds of old games? Are they going to put like a, a smear filter on it so it has that authentic N sixty four feel where everything's kind of blurry and stretched out? The uh, the, the N sixty or the uh, Xbox yeah. Live yeah. ports I uh, look those. really good. They're actually. really pretty. Yeah, yeah, I bought those are. last okay. summer when I was on uh, paternity leave. That was one of the games that I played. You went on paternity leave. Wait, you had a kid? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I was home, the final week, I was finally starting to get a little bit restless, and I ended up buying uh, Banjo-Kazooie and Tui. They're, so they're fresh in my mind. They're just the best. Yeah. Now I'm thinking about people in, like, 950 A.D. <laughs> being like, oh, I remember in the 30s. <laughs> well, they, I mean, they had a lot of those problems. They had this. They freaked out before the first millennium, too. That was another big one. You know how everybody freaked yeah, out? We also 2000? freaked out before the second That's millennium. That's what I mean, yeah. The year, like, right before the year 1000, people went nuts. Uh, there, there's all kinds of crazy printing press isn't going to work. We're not going to have room on our stone <laughs> tablets to call uh, four yeah. digits. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of... People have not changed all that much in 6,000 years of reasonably developed recorded history, or for that matter, probably not in however many millions of years before that we were walking around trying to figure out how to make use stone tools. Speaking of the 90s, a very special game is cel celebrating a birthday today. Happy oh. birthday! You guys know Gex what game two. this is? Gex 2 Enter the Gecko. Nope. Yep. Nope. It's Super Mario Brothers 3, Ooh, 25 years old. In the United States. Today, in the old United enough States. To yeah, yeah it's now. like 27 years yeah, old. You can rent a car. Oh, you can rent a car. That yeah. great commercial, well, the whole Mario, yeah. Mario thing is zooming out. And it's like, oh, that was so great. How good was Mario 3? Mario 3, 
I, I, it's one of the all-time greats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Of all time. Like, there's games that I love, and there's games that I like really, really, but this one is just top tier. Yeah. 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 The For key sure. to Mario 3 is there's something new happening on almost every level, and none of it's overplayed. Like, they keep introducing new mechanics. They keep them just long enough for them to be interesting. They'll bring them up 20 levels later when you've always forgotten about it, because there's a, there's a ton of levels in this yeah. game. I mean, just stage the after stage huge. stage. It's incredibly impressive that it appeared on the NES. Like, if you yeah. compare yeah. like, this is running on the same console as Mario Brothers 1. Yeah, yep, which totally. is almost unbelievable. And, the, and gyromite. And gyromite. <laughs> and the crazy cool stage play aesthetic that yeah, we're seeing which right now. I never picked up on as a kid. Oh, that it's I actually never like picked a play. up that. Like, well, I mean, I, I knew the that the camera is open, yeah. but like that everything's sort of like. Yeah, in the first the world, video. everything's bolted onto the walls. Yeah. yeah. Well, even Mario 2 has a little tiny hint of that with the curtain stuff yeah, in the true. back of the select yeah. And then they take it in Super Mario World, they advance to the point where like there's actually a casting call at the end of the game. That's right. Yeah. Uh, which is really cool when you do the credits. But yeah, this game, I, I, th there's not enough things to say about it. Yeah, warps and huge mess. There's no save feature on this game, despite the fact that it's just immense. If you're going to do a straight playthrough, it takes yeah, like whistles, four hours. Yeah, the whistles. What do I need to say if I got whistles? But yeah, but if you because you're not going to see uh, Kurobo's shoe, you're not going to see uh, that giant shoe. world. I love that green boot so much. Yeah. yeah. So do you know this game came out in Japan in 1988? I believe. Um, Did they make a lot of changes? What uh, between uh, the U.S. and Japanese versions? Yeah. Not particularly. No, I've I've played both. Why and they're not did they different. take so long? Uh, because in 1988, don't forget that we had just recently gotten Super Mario, Mario Brothers 2, 2 right? and they were just giving us a little time to breathe. Yeah. We had Mario Look at 1. Look at the dog! Look at the dog! You know. <laughs> we get Mario 1, and the Japanese uh, gave it to us in 85, around the same time Mario 1 was coming out there, but by the time Mario 2 was ready to come out here, it was, you know, Mario 2's not all that great a game anyway, the Japanese version, and they were just like, oh, this compared to what's coming, you know, this is coming out around the Castlevania and Mega Man time. We're not going to fool with this. Mm. So they give us a much prettier game in Doki Doki Panic that they rework for the American uh, audience. It's a, it's a really Solid game. Miyamoto worked on it quite a bit, and then they give us a little time to breathe. And Mario Three comes it's out here. Insane that a year after this came out in the US, we got Mario World on the Super Nintendo. Right? Just, yeah. So are you? Uh, it's always the debate of whether you're a Mario no World debate. person or a Mario Three person. No debate. Yeah. It's Mario World. Oh, is it really? Yeah. No debate. You like Banjo Kazooie though, so <laughs> you got good taste. No, Banjo Kazooie peasants. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm trying to think if I saw. Super Mario Bros. 3 first in the arcade at uh, Discovery Zone. Are we going to have any more oh, yeah. Discovery Zone? Yeah, because yeah. it yeah. was in the Play Choice 10 before it came out uh, yeah. on home consoles. But I'm oh, wow. trying to remember if I saw it there first or the in, Wizard. in The Wizard. Yeah. Was um, The Wizard like the debut? I think The yeah. Wizard was the actual debut, which doesn't make any sense because the kid, he's playing it, and then there's that one yeah. part where if you duck for a couple seconds, you go behind the, the yeah. screen, right. and he does that. Well, she knows it. She's like, get the warp whistle! Yeah. Like, the, the girl's like, like she might, maybe she, no, maybe she just imported the Japanese version. Because it was already out. What like an insane display of marketing? Marketing, yeah. just like just to make a movie to advertise the game. California. Yeah. No, my dad took me out of school the day Mario Three came to our town. We knew when the video store was going to get it. My dad came and got me in the morning when the video store opened. He made me go for like two classes. I don't know why. Maybe I had some errands to run. Came and got me out of school. Went to the video store. Rented Mario Three. Went home and played it for three days. It was it was just sublime. That's a good three days. Yeah, it was a good three Mario days. Mario 3 really holds up, too. Um, you know, there's certain games that if you miss them when they originally came out, they just don't age well, and this is certainly not in that pile. Aged incredibly well. Still just immaculate gameplay. I do think I'm with Marty. I think I'm more of a Mario World guy mm -hmm. just because of the, the secrets and the puzzle elements mm -hmm. very yeah. strong in that game. Yeah. Um, 
But the actual moment-to-moment like platforming gameplay, um, they just it just felt so perfect. Well, you got all the hidden exits in Mario World, and those are really good. And Mario yeah, World's just Star superb. World. I mean, they're yeah. both. Like, I knew when like, I played Mario World, I didn't know that Star World was in it, and mm-hmm. I found it on my own. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I then, flipped yeah. out. Not only is it the Star World, but then there's yeah. the thing afterward, yeah, yeah, like yeah, gnarly like, and tubular. Yeah, but also within Mario Three, there's a lot of stuff. I, I'm not going to say more stuff, but but even the stages are smaller, and yet they are just crammed with secrets yeah. within yeah. the stages. You, you find the, you so wanna, much. I would say. I would save P wings and try to use them in every level just to yeah, see if anything cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's that verticality that, that added the whole new dimension to the game. You know, Mario Two, yeah, you could go up and down, and they did a lot with that. But Mario Three, you had seamless diagonal and vertical scrolling along with the horizontal, which meant you could hide stuff above and below all the time. And they found so many clever ways to use that with the raccoon what tail. Is, what does the P stand for? Uh, I don't know what the P stands for. I've never looked that up. I've no P idea. Switch. Power. Bow. I was going to say the male power. genitalia. Like one of the first things Whoa. I noticed. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> I feel like I'm a tech. <laughs> like, this is the first stereoscopic 3D episode of Game Scoop. We were like in some like 60s like psych rock music video. Um, one of the first things I noticed as young as young DJ Damon is that they remixed the sewer theme, so it was like dun 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 dun. Yeah, they put that fat beat behind it. that was the first fat beat in recorded history. That's really good. There's just not enough great things to say about. If you're a youngster out there and you didn't play Mario Three, pick it up on the Virtual Console. It's absolutely a game that you can enjoy and appreciate today, even if you you know you're long past the era of when it was brand new. Virtual Console Mario All Stars, and if you can get your hands on an unlocked GBA version that's got the extra levels. The extra levels are all good, too. That's one of those rare cases where, like, they added levels to a game and they put a lot of thought and care into them. And each of those is just as good as the ones that came with it. Yeah, had an e-card reader. Yeah, just so you could get those levels, man. Absolutely. They were great. And finally this week, did we all see that new Hitman trailer? Hitman Go. No. Yes, I did. You didn't watch it? No, I didn't. When did that happen? What day did that happen? It was released yesterday. I was at Coco. Yeah, we yeah. were at Coco. I, I was ignorant of this. I did not see it. Okay, well, so here's the deal. Okay. <laughs> There's this guy, and he kills people for money. Uh, I don't think we can show it, because it like, wasn't... <laughs> it was given to, I, to iTunes. It's so, like, oh. we uh, have, I, here at IGN haven't gotten it yet, Okay. but I assumed you guys had watched it. Can it's we make up what really we think good. it would be like? I didn't even see so, the... I, was, I missed the news completely. Maybe I'll just put it on my laptop, and we'll watch it here. <laughs> <laughs> can we narrate? Yeah. All right. And cool. we'll, maybe we'll tell people. We It'll can. be like when we streamed ourselves watching yeah. the Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> yeah. But we so, couldn't show the theater movies. of the mind. Ooh, I'm okay with that. Oh, is it already? Did on? you guys see the uh, the Timothy Oliphant uh, Hitman movie? No. No, I did not. It was not horrible. It wasn't good. Like it wasn't great. But like in the the spectrum of video game movies, it was probably in the upper. So we've been talking about time. ranking the video game movies from bad to worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where does it fall on that? It's closer to bad than worse. Okay. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Did you know the new Hitman is Peter Quinn from Homeland? No. No. Oh, oh man. Not that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I can kind of see that, though. Yeah. All right. Is this, is <laughs> this working here? Uh, yeah, I've got it here. Right, we got but it here? You mostly right. just need to see the helicopter scene. Yeah. Sorry, Marty. No, no. I saw it. Okay. Oh, you saw it. Yeah. Okay. You saw the new trailer. Yeah. Oh, okay. You've seen the new trailer. Okay. Well, then we can actually have a discussion <laughs> we, right, about you this You two thing, talk. We'll you catch two talk. Up. Yeah, we'll just sit here catching up. We're going to watch So it. this movie, you know, right like any... Right now, there's something loading. Yeah. Internet yeah. connection here. Don't worry about like that. any video game movie, I wrote it off immediately. But the trailer actually looks like a really fun action movie. Yes. 
Maybe not a hit good hit Hitman movie. movie. Yeah, it is weird because Hitman games are sort of known for being this, like, amaz- like amazing, methodical, sandbox playground. Yeah, they're totally puzzles. Yeah, exactly, which is why Hitman Go works so well because it turned into this little puzzle board There's game. There's, like, mm-hmm. crazy over-the-top yeah. action scenes. Yeah, like, absolutely. And this this movie just seems like it's just going to be, like, impossibly violent as well. Which All I, mean, I see on the screen right now is just flames. There were just is this supposed to be a connection first. between... Uh, like, is there is there continuity between the last Hitman movie or the game? No, are they not I think, even? I think so. this is a this is a reboot of. I mean, it's always one of those second movie reboots, which I love so much. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's continuity in the games. I don't think this is like a you know beat by beat retelling of Absolution. Or this, yeah, the helicopter going into Whoa! the building <laughs> and then like all flipping out. Look, and I, I think there was some blood splatter yeah, on the screen too. So that's a good there. sign. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so wow. the helicopter in the building was yeah. like. Okay. Best helicopter hitting a building since the Matrix. Since the Matrix, yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. That's a great Top 10 helicopters hitting buildings. Yeah, I, what I saw uh, people saying online is that they were pissed it didn't seem like Hitman. Yeah. But yeah. I just thought the action scenes look cool. Like, Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sort of curious. That. Like, we just got the news that uh, I think Assassin's Creed just went to actual production. Yeah, official production is supposed yeah. to begin filming shortly. It's yeah. always crazy when these things, like, actually happen. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just... Oh, go ahead. I don't know, I'm curious if, like, a set, like, this would be the same reaction if Assassin's Creed came out and it was just, like... Huge, like you know, two armies clashing and one yeah. warrior in the middle. Yeah, I mean, of the that's sword. almost certainly that, what it's going to be. Like. <laughs> that would be Assassin's Creed Three, though. There's the stupid George Washington scene where that's, that's pretty much that. You know, yeah. so you get away with that. Yeah, man, that's you're the first fun. person to ever say stupid George Washington. Back <laughs> no, 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 no. George Washington. He was an interesting dude. <laughs> him, him and the king. Yeah. Him and the king. <laughs> him and the king. Yeah. George and George. Anyway, that's coming out this year. Yeah. We'll have to, we'll, I, I put it on. My, I took it out of the uh, written off zone. Put it on the. Ooh. I'll keep Subject an eye to change on the zone. Though. Yeah. I'll keep my eyes though. <laughs> what uh, What video game movie do you want to see that hasn't happened? Like, would, is there anything? That's what you I think. Wish? It's like why? Like they're not the same thing. Like why? Mm-hmm. It's, why? St- stop trying to force a square peg into a round hole. Yeah. yeah. It's like. Different. I don't media. need a video game movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, how do you feel about the Zelda TV show? You're, yeah, we should talk about that because yeah. you're uh, you're the one that thinks it's. I think it's going to be amazing. There's I'm no putting down my stamp of guarantee. No way it's good. There's no way it could be bad. I, I keep. Having, I, I, it's impossible for me to think about it without having flashbacks to Legend of Neil. That's where my my mind keeps going. Have you Legend ever seen Neil? Never seen Legend of Neil. You it was just like z, no. It was like the zero budget web series that uh, Felicia Day was in, a few uh-huh. other people, and it is awful. Um, but it plays on being awful. Um, I mean, it's not I, I Link just, doesn't talk, and in the show he'll have to talk, and so that right there creates. But he'll need to be a character. This boy. Oh, from a what village. a what a shame that a character needs to be a character. <laughs> oh my god! Be, it's not what, if it's a, what if he's a three dimensional person with actual like faults and struggles? Yeah, angst, and that yeah, would just be a tremendous amount of fun for everybody. Have you, have you ever seen uh, Ten Things I Hate About You? Characters have angst, and that would be and it was good. <laughs> is that just like your go-to? <laughs> I like Ten Things I Hate About You. Yeah, that actually is a really. Good I know movie. it's a really good movie. Damon's just there's like just, there's, there's just so many reasons. Link only looks cool when he's a kid. Grown-up Link looks kind of. Yeah. Maybe we should just yeah. use Tingle as the main character. I mean, I'm okay with that. We just what? follow Tingle around it's for two hours. It's not even about Link, and it's just about Zelda. Oh, that'd I mean, be cool. I'm good with that. Okay. Yeah, yeah totally. Yep. No. Yeah, but that would just be like a drastic departure from. Sure. Yeah, puts on her sheet costume, claws out the window, shoots people. And you have the same bows. people being mad again that it's not enough like the games. Yeah. Plus, <laughs> any sort of like fantasy show requires a bigger budget. Yeah. Yeah. yeah fantasy really television throw, is generally how much money they going to throw at this? Okay. Like, so Game of Thrones like, is notoriously expensive to produce. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And there's the, the payback. But Game of uh, House Cards isn't cheap. 
the five Marvel shows they're doing aren't cheap. Mm-hmm. Like Netflix is hitting that point. Like they are, they're their own platform. Mm-hmm. Like they are, uh, aside from probably AMC and HBO, they're willing to spend the most money on a show. And yeah, yeah Netflix has had some some stumbles along the way with like Hemlock Grove, like shows that just weren't great. But yeah. Orange is the New Black, House of Cards, like they, they Arrested Development season four. I mean, it just doesn't, but, it's, but when it's, when has oh sorry. The, the Zelda is one of my favorite things in the world, but like certainly not for what about its story. Your well, let's be honest. You have a I've been with which Zelda. One, which one has I've given you more enjoyment? <laughs> oh, Zelda's been a part of my life since Your I was daughter there. has time. Like she can she can catch up. Yeah, she'll yeah. she'll continue growing on yeah. me, probably. But has uh, there has there been a good fantasy television show outside of Game of Thrones and even Game of Thrones honestly kind of dragon at this point? No, but Game but of Thrones is Game of Thrones is not dragon. That's what? an insane okay. thing to say. Are you making a pun? No. I, I honestly <laughs> Game, Game like, of Thrones kind of just what happened Jared, other than the first and last episodes you last don't like season. Banjo-Kazooie Game, and you're Jared bored of Game of Thrones Jared goes into a Game Scoop episode and is like how many uh, how many gr- amazing groups of people can I get to hate me alienate all at once that's it I, I'm just full of you guys know I'm, I'm, I'm well known for my negativity and hatred of all yeah, things right I mean yeah. no but Game of Thrones uh, first episode of last season really good last episode of last season really good everything middle between, 12 episodes really good nothing yeah. really yeah. happened for, in, in between was, there's the Mountain and the Viper uh, there Okay, there was a five-minute fight scene. Okay, don't. It was really good. Also, My, computer cut his a mic. A pretty major character was <laughs> poisoned. That's like twenty minutes of like, like, Also, there's the battle on the wall. It's also. not their fault. They do amazing work with it, but they are running out of material. They are slowing what are you down. Doing? What they are, are you slowing down you because he hasn't given them enough book to work with. No, he, they're he, they're skipping ahead of the books. Yeah, yeah, they are skipping ahead of the books. So, like, look, we opened up one new zone, but again, they were talking about fifteen minutes of screenplay. It's slow. <laughs> the Green Hill Zone. His, his, <laughs> history shall bear me out. I, okay. I, it's a it's a wonderful TV show that's gotten a little stale. You're recently. literally gonna get fired after this. That's amazing. <laughs> You're gonna get called into Steve's office, and this yeah. is gonna be it. You know, oh, man. Apologize. Apologize on camera. Nope. Not doing it. I never apologize. I don't know what if there's ever about? been another great fantasy series. Yeah. I, I, other than fantasy. again, Game of Thrones has, has been really good, but what else? There's been other period pieces. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But like Rome was a great show that yeah. got cut off early because it was too expensive. Yeah. I like Spartacus. Deadwood a lot. I like Carnival a lot. Is Spartacus supposed to be good? I don't but again, know. I think it's fantasy series. Like Spartacus, Vikings, Rome, Vikings those are those historical. Vikings, again, historical. What about fantasy? Spartacus. Yeah. Can't think about it. I mean, fantasy is like a big thing now. Yeah, I but mean, Game of Thrones has sort of brought it to the to the mainstream. Lord of the Rings, but yeah. I mean Harry yeah, Potter, yeah, right. But in movies, uh, again, other than other than Game of Thrones, I can't think of a time on TV. I'm sure somebody's yeah. going to think of some brilliant. I, I mean, but Netflix is sort of bridging that line. Like it's almost no longer just TV. Like you can't think of it in terms of oh, yeah, it's, it's TV, more like so it's HBO. Yeah, it is. Like uh, it's it's cinematic level budget, budgets. It's not yeah. like this is on you know USA mm. or yeah. TNT. The Where fact that? that it's on Netflix is, I think, the reason. I have high hopes for it. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. if it was like, you know, the CW picked it up, I kind of want to see the Zelda on CW. Though. Actually, that <laughs> sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. from the With producers of the, the hottest Girl, be the hottest link. Ever. The hottest link. Oh my God, there'd be so much smooching. Yeah. Ugh. There'd be so much smooching. What I was starting to say, though, it's like, it'll have to be story driven, right? Because it's going to be thir- 13 hours yeah. of uh, exposition that yeah. they have to get through. And, like, that's not Zelda's strong point. Like, people, no one likes that game for the story. Everyone likes it for no, the gameplay. They like play. it for the dungeon puzzles. Yeah, like it, maybe it'll it just be immaculate dungeons. How great would it be if it's, it's perfect like a game Link design. gets into a room and he like looks at everything and the camera just kind of stays there for a couple minutes <laughs> so that the audience can like mentally figure it out. And then an episode is ten minutes of him just pushing and pulling blocks. blocks. Yeah, exactly. great. Yeah, this could be like experimental and all. Bombing walls. It's gonna have great music. We know that. Yeah, wonderful music. All right, I think. 
That's all the scoops we have for you this week. Uh, thank you, Justin. Thank you, Jared. Thank you, Marty. Remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com. My name is Damon. This is IGN, Gamescoop, and we're out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.